0: And there's our guy right there. There he uh, is, our man Jake Gaden broadcasting live, I believe, from his home, looking very similar to Tony Romo right now with the <laughs> Tony backwards <Romo>. hat. <laughs> de- de- hey, the hair game ain't working, guys. All right, that's, yeah, that's why, all right. right? That's Dude, all right. A strong me, Tony Romo bro. vibes. You see me, man. Come on now. It's, 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 it's a good. Hey, vibe.
1: I have a flow here, Casey. You just had nothing, nothing up nothing. there. Okay, it's happened. just nothing. All right. Oh. It's clean. It's, it's not there it's no clean. more. Y'all, y'all pull off. There the you list.
0: We were debating uh, moments ago. Uh, we, we talked the last time you were with us. Arizona State University. You are a part of a fraternity, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. And what 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 fraternity is it? K A. How did you guys know? No, you you, you, you give off. <laughs> Just vibes. You give off, you give off strong. You give off strong uh, fraternity guy vibes. That's all. I, I'm gonna send that clip to my my group chat after this. They're gonna
1: die. All right, they're gonna straight it's die off that.
0: Strong frat bro chives from our uh, <laughs> vibes from our man uh, Jake Gaten. Official introduction, uh, our man Jake CBS 13, uh, kind enough to join us here. Let, let's actually, we want to get to the Kings and all that stuff. Let's dive into this for a minute. Uh, As this is news today, uh, and we were just asked, Derek Carr officially released. It's news, but it's not. We all knew Derek Carr was going to be released. He was officially released today. What now? There's going to be quite a few suitors for him. Where do you think he winds up? Where do you think is the best spot for him?
1: I liked Houston just because I like what D'Amico Ryan is going to be building down there. I think that's a good fit. It's a a, low... Um, low expectation type of scenario for him because the bright lights you saw this past year, they were on him. They got everything he needed and he still wasn't able to perform. And by the way, don't tell this to my partner, Sarah Hodges, at all because she'll freak out off of this. But uh, I I think DC could go there. I could also see him in Miami if Tua does and oh, the, the, wow. the, the protocol stuff oh, yeah. doesn't you know work with him and he, he's out with COVID or not COVID with uh, concussions so those are the two spots for DC and I it's sad because I thought you had he was in a great position in, in Vegas you know McDaniels was supposed to be this wizard that that helped him so do his th- thing.
0: I do want to point something out really quick because this is coming across a certain way and, and we've talked about this before and I and I feel like we should let everybody know listening Jake, is a Patriots guy. Yeah. Yeah. So Jake might feel a little bit different about the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders head coach than virtually everybody else. (laughs) That's the truth though. It's the gosh darn truth. Okay. Okay. You don't win all those championships without McDaniels.
1: I'm sorry, okay? Mm. I think if you ask anybody in New England, Josh McDaniels is, is like, literally the, the cream of the crop. He's the best things in sliced bread. <laughs> you go to Vegas, he could be worse than, you know, some things that you find at 5 o'clock in the morning on the strip, okay? <laughs> like, let's be real about this, like – I think New England appreciates him more, mainly because of the years he had with Tom Brady. And truthfully, I thought if he stayed in New England, he was going to be a guy that, that was going to take over for Bill one day. But virtually the rest of the country hates him, in Denver and in Vegas. Well,
2: and here's the, here's the thing about it, Jake. Um, Josh McDaniels may be a great football mind. But I'm not disputing that. He just may not be a good head coach. You know, there's there's people who are good coordinators and good head coaches. The, the difference between um, uh, McDaniels and, and other people is he's gotten the opportunity to show that he's not a good head coach or potentially not a good head coach. Some guys just get pigeonholed in the coordinator spot for their entire career and
0: never get the opportunity.
1: Yeah, look at Eric the enemy mm-hmm. over at KC right now. He's I don't Eric think he's going to get another call for head coaching gig. Yeah. Am
0: I wrong? No, yeah, I he, don't interview- so, he had yeah. the one interview with Indian. I think that was it this cycle. It's like the, yeah. it, it went from him getting a bunch of interviews and not getting a job to now he's, he got one interview. Like at some point, I, I just don't know if he's going to get the interviews anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think he's going to be, he's going to have to go somewhere else and prove he can win with an offense that's not centered around Patrick Mahomes. That's, that's, that's he's going to literally lying.
0: have to go do something that no one else has been asked right. to do because no yes. one said uh, uh, Josh McDaniels has to go win without Tom Brady. He got the Denver Broncos job, which was far from a bad job when he got it. He mm-hmm. got this Las Vegas Raiders job, which was far from a bad job when he got it. And there are other coaches who wind up in Houston, They went for to the playoffs last year. That's right.
2: <laughs> the Raiders did it. <laughs>
0: And what, the fact that McDaniels took over and couldn't
1: take this team to the playoffs and they went went, went, to, the, went to the playoffs the year before is just, it's bad. Okay, let's be
0: real about that. Okay. Yeah. The fact like, that he called this a project is what was bad. <laughs>
1: David, best oh, clip ever. Man. Okay, right there. Oh, but man. man. I, so darn.
0: ridiculous. That, like, was, that was
2: wild when he said that. Like
1: the- I will say this, though. I think he turns it around year two. I think the offensive line had some serious issues with it, and I think it started there, and that's why D.C. struggled so much. But I don't know who you're going to get that's a better quarterback unless you know Aaron Rodgers comes out of this mythological area that he's about to enter into and says, <laughs> Oh, my God, I'm seeing black and silver. Let's go. I don't know. It's, that, that, it's going to be interesting for them.
2: I, I agree. I, I think there's a good chance he goes to the Raiders, though. Hmm. I think the I think the Packers are, are done with Aaron Rodgers. Like they're kinda sick of him just like everybody else in the world is. And they're ready to move on from him um and his money. And I think I think it's a real possibility that he goes to the Raiders. And you know, I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but he's still a hell of a quarterback. You know, he he's a good quarterback and you give him Devontae Adams again and maybe Darren Waller and we'll see what happens with Josh Jacobs. I mean, there's gonna be weapons on that offense for him to work with. And here's the dirty little secret about the Raiders. Unfortunately for them and their fans, they not only were in a lot of the games, they had sizable leads yeah. in a lot of the games. This season could have been a lot different if they would have if they would have kept two of the seventeen point leads. Not not even all four of them, two of them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And this could have been some different things. So, you know, Jake, maybe they're not as far off as it seems, but they're they're gonna need to. Um, make up for Derek Carr not being the quarterback no more.
1: You like Jimmy G there?
2: I like Jimmy G more than other people do. I was about to ask you, do you do you like Jimmy G or Derek Carr better? Oh, Jimmy G. Well, Why? Just like a New Englander.
1: And, hey, well, that's classic <laughs> New England for you. But uh, I think I like Jimmy G better uh, mainly because of a uh, operator under center. I think he's a better uh, clutch type of player than, than compared to Derek Carr. I think dc what he has the edge over over garoppolo is the health stuff like jimmy g just can't stay healthy but when he is healthy and he operates the offense well and doesn't turn over the ball and doesn't make bonehead mistakes with other two minutes to go which is just sometimes you know you think most quarterbacks can do that but most quarterbacks can't and that's the difference between a good quarterback and an elite one i think I would take Jimmy G over over D.C. any day just mm. because of the way that he is able to uh, operate an offense and, and not stall out.
0: Mm. Interesting. You're listening to KC on KIFM, West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, Carex, QHD2, Sacramento, ESPN 1320, always live on the free Odyssey app or live on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320 as well. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320. Uh, Jay Gaden from TV. Uh, CBS 13 Sacramento is with us. Uh, It's been a fun season covering the Sacramento Kings so far. Your first as the first part of the season uh, wraps up tonight in Phoenix. Uh, What do you think about this squad, particularly coming off that incredibly exciting win on Saturday?
1: Isn't it interesting that they were able to win with Luka and Kyrie on the floor but couldn't win with Luka like not playing that night. I thought it was just interesting. And I also it was interesting to see, like I was looking at uh, watching the game back. The the pace that the Mavs played at on Friday was much faster than they did on Saturday with Luca. I think it's just very interesting. And I think Dallas, you can even see the game last night where uh, another tight one at the end where, where Luca and Kyrie couldn't figure out who's going to take the game winning shot. I think that they got to figure that thing out. But talking about the Kings, um, I'm excited to see what happens. You know, this Western Conference got so much tougher. You have Kevin Durant. You had a really, you know, Clippers got better. The Lakers got better. Everyone got better aside from – the, I, when you say better, I mean trade ex- acquisitions at the trade deadline got better in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think they should have made a deal at the trade deadline? Yeah. I think they, they had to add some resurgence to this team, I think. Um, you're putting a lot on Domas and a lot on D'Aaron to carry these guys down the stretch. And I wonder how that minutes total is going to be when we get to, you know, game 80 or whatever it may be. Um, I'm excited though. This is a team that I think is going to finish in top six in the NBA standings. This is a team that will be a reckoning to, to, to play against in the postseason, just because They're not only just good at home, but they are one of the only Western Conference teams with a winning record on the road. Um, So, like, the the location doesn't matter for them. It's not like a team where they have to have home court advantage. And they match up really well. Like, I love the idea of being able to put Harrison Barnes on your best forward or best, you know, guard uh, for for the opposing team. Mm -hmm. And then you have De'Aaron taking the point guard every single time. Uh, You know, where where it's going to get sketchy is one – Keeping Domas healthy because uh, if he goes down, you really don't have anything there. Like literally, like there's just nothing there, big wise. Um, and, and two, I would like to see Keegan Murray maybe take one bigger, one more step this year, just to just to formulate a big three, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. between him, Fox, and Sabonis. Herder is a great piece. Just got to get his three point shot back to where it was. And Barnes, we've seen it when that dude goes off. There's Senator Barnes, he's rocking and rolling.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I like I like this roster as is already. Like, they have holes. Yeah, I understand it. You probably want to back up a traditional backup big or whatever. But I just look at what they're doing. Jake, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. I've been saying all year long, yeah, I want them to play better defense. 100%. Don't get it twisted. You know, I just yelled at a bunch of 10-year-olds for not playing good defense yesterday. Yeah, you did. Right? Like, it's just, I, I want life. to see better defense. But, this team, what they can do on the offensive end when they're clicking, and to be honest with you, even when they're not clicking, right, what they could do on the offensive end, there's very few teams in the league that can match up with that. We saw on Saturday, Luca and Kyrie, and a guy like Josh Green playing good, Chris Wood. And Dallas is going to be absolutely formidable on the offensive end. They couldn't keep up to what the Kings were doing when they weren't even hitting three-pointers that night. So, I really look at what they're doing. It it makes people uncomfortable, and I understand why. But what they can do scoring scoring the basketball is almost second to none in this league. There's only a handful of teams maybe that can keep up with them on a nightly basis scoring the basketball, and I think that's what makes them special.
1: No, I agree. I think the offense has been killer this year. I think it's been the, the driving force, and it starts with De'Aaron Fox and those clutch points with less than five minutes to go in the game to be able to close out these big games and everything like that. Here's the problem, though. When you play in the playoffs, defense is going to win championships because everyone in the playoffs can get a bucket. Like, everyone can get a bucket, right? So, like – it's going to be interesting in this la- second half on how much the offense is going to be able to power them through to the finish line. But if you're talking winning playoff games and playoff series, it is going to come down to that defensive mold that they're going to have to have. And that's why Mike Brown's kind of having them buy into it right now. Um, because it's going to be interesting with all these trades, man. Some of these te- the separations going to get there, right? Because like everyone in the Western Conference is so stinking tight right now. It's like everyone's on top of each other. Um, I, I'm excited to see some separation and seeing the men from the boys.
0: Jake, we appreciate you for joining us, especially since no one told you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we, Hey Jake, I realized I ain't got your info, man. You got to shoot me all your stuff.
1: No, Yo, straight up. I'll DM you right now. Hey, th- th-
0: hey, one, one, one more quick, quick question that I, I was thinking about you this morning as I, as I saw this, cause I, I we mentioned you're, you're a Patriots guy. Chiefs just won their second Super Bowl they've been going to AFC championships like crazy are the chiefs a dynasty no give it ten years well let's give it ten, ten years. years settle, down. settle okay. down they're not a dynasty yeah. it just not uh, yet it, not it. yet
1: I think you know uh Kenny put it perfectly uh, on, on sports Sunday okay they are a great team for four to for the past four or five years they have a great quarterback a great head coach but you've got to sustain this for like 10 years and I think uh, a guy named Joe burrow might uh, have uh, a thing to say about that so i I think uh it's gonna be interesting to see if they can sustain this but again uh casey's hats off to them that's a great win and for all those eagles fans out there listening to them listening to this right now you got lucky you had the easiest schedule in the regular tell season, the e- easiest path to the playoffs. A really good friend of mine named Amanda, who I absolutely adore. She's the worst Eagles fan on the face of the earth. And I will tell you this <laughs> to her face every single time. You are lucky. You will not be back here yeah. next year. And if you will, I will come back on this show and 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 speak all of this back into, into existence. Tell
2: them, Jake. Wow, Jake, out here Jake. speaking facts.
0: Okay, speaking Straight facts. Both of you guys need to settle. Speaking
2: down. facts, man. We right. we ain't worried about no eagles no more. Okay. This was their one shot, and they blew it. It's over. Back to the doldrums.
1: What are you gonna do? You had to replace your offensive and defensive coordinator. All right. Those tears that Sirianni had aren't going to replace them. I'll tell you that much.
2: Uh, Sirianni not going to play NFC Championship game with no against no quarterback again.
0: No, I ain't never seen them like that. that. You in,
2: thats start. the easiest pass I've ever seen in my life. No pun intended. He played against a team that didn't have a quarterback left, and he was on their third straight quarterback too. Let's for, you Barry in the lead. Come Purdy, on now. I saw Purdy's uh, UCL ligament hanging off by a thread in the second half.
0: I can't deal with both of you doing this at the same time. <laughs> and Jake's the only one I can kick out. So thanks for joining us, Jake. We appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> appreciate you, boys. I'll see you
1: on Sunday.